Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. If you're looking for a break from all of the mama noise and the loneliness and overwhelm that we can all feel at times, my guest today is here to help. Welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver. And joining me today is Dr. Pharmacy, Dr. Elizabeth Wigand. She is a mother of two precious little girls, a wife to an incredible hubby, a functional nutrition expert, a speaker, writer for Best Holistic Life magazine, host of the Femme Formula podcast, a mompreneur, and she's passionate about helping women to reclaim their vitality through optimized wellness. 25 years old, she was making serious money working the nine to six grind in a high-paced career and continuing to make those moves up the ladder. When she became pregnant with her first child, she began to realize that life was more than looking good on paper. But out of all the chaos, trauma, and struggles she endured as a mother who was working full-time in a high-stress career and wearing all the hats, came an epiphany. She is now on a mission to use her own personal experiences and to offer them as guidance to women everywhere. If you're searching for answers for those often brushed-off questions around women's specific health concerns around nutrition, hormone health, period health, literally all of women's health, Dr. Elizabeth has your answers. Dr. Liz, welcome to the show today. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. And what a great um, introduction. That was so kind of you to, <laughs> to welcome me with such open arms into your community. So I'm excited for today. Yes, we're happy to have you here. You, I, you have such a wealth of knowledge to share uh, with our listeners today. Let's talk about um, let's talk about some hormonal harmony because we know that you know as women's we're, as women we're always dealing with our hormones right we we yeah. hit puberty and we've got the hormones going then we hit uh, you know birthing time and we've got hormones during pregnancy we've got hormones after pregnancy and then we hit perimenopause and then we hit menopause I mean our throughout our life we go through so many hormone changes as women so. Mm-hmm we got to learn how to manage these things, right? <laughs> yes, 100%. And it does really start from learning it at a young age, I think right. is is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but often we're not taught that in yeah. school, you know, <laughs> and um, unfortunately, what ends up happening is like, we're kind of left with feeling like we're meant to struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, our periods are supposed to be awful. Um, right. <laughs> perimenopause is supposed to be a complete drag and, you know, post-menopause is right. just another thing that, um, 
oftentimes I hear women say, you know, I just am struggling with this phase of my life. So it's kind of like we're fed this narrative and it's ingrained in our beliefs that this is just the way it is, but it, it doesn't have to be right. There are ways that we can mitigate a lot of these symptoms and most of it, if not like, I would say the majority of it really is nutrition based. Yeah. Um, and that is really my passion is educating on how to use nutrition to optimize your hormone levels. And it can be done. Um, my path was I ended up getting sick with mastitis with my second daughter and I was in the hospital. And then that was kind of like my moment of a low yeah. and realizing I'm not taking care of myself. Um, and from there, I just really dove into functional medicine and functional nutrition and, mm-hmm. and learned that, oh my gosh, like nutrition is it like, this is so crucial. Even though I felt I was eating well prior to, like I was always aware, you know, I could do more. Right. Right. And really like dig in and and take care of myself on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important to, you know, like you said, um, we might think that we've got it all figured out or that we're, that we're eating, you know, the, the healthy quote unquote things, but there is always something more. We can always take a deeper dive, right. Right. And look at exactly what is going on because also along with that, we might be eating some of these healthy things, but some of these healthy things might not necessarily be loving us back. Right. So yeah, that's true. It's, it's important to look, you know, to go a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. So I was going to say, you, you, you mentioned the, um, you know, the suffering through, and I think mm-hmm. that mindset is something that is really worth, um, you know, looking at as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, just because grandma suffered through it doesn't mean that everybody in the preceding generations also has to do the right. same. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where, you know, a big part of my passion lies as well as I know when I'm educating women, mm-hmm. we're naturally the, the nurturers, like that's innate within all of us. Um, especially if you are a mother, like mm-hmm. you're going to educate either inadvertently or completely on purpose, very intentionally right. those that you love. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is like, it's a domino effect. It's a ripple effect. So you can start to implement what we'll talk about here today mm-hmm. in your own life, but in turn, it's going to help change the, the lives of other people that you know yeah. and love. Yeah. And that's important. You know, let's change the narrative and let's start, yeah. let's start today. Yeah. Let's exactly. start today, change the narrative moving forward for all future generations. And let's make that change start with us. Yes. Yeah. And it's critical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. That's something too, that is, um, often overlooked, like we will wear so many hats and juggle so many different things in our lives, women in particular, and completely put ourselves at the bottom of the list. And when you're doing that, you are running on empty. Mm -hmm. So it's 
eventually going to cause you to burn out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like your cell phone or your car, right? Yeah. You put gas in the car and you got to recharge the phone. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, they don't work. Well, right. your body works the same way, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about some hormone health and some hormone um, tips that you have. Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to gear this towards um, women who are kind of like in the perimenopause Mm -hmm. and beyond range. Mm -hmm. Um, Reason being is because this is an age group that I've found, again, like there's not much education there. Um, I feel like younger women are getting introduced to this a little bit more frequently. And let's just say like you can implement these measures prior to perimenopause as well. But I really want to focus on the hormones at play. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk through that. And then just some real quick tips, like nutritional tips that Mm -hmm. you could implement. Okay. Starting today. Right. Yeah. So with perimenopause, the hormonal fluctuations going on in your body, they call it second puberty. (laughs) Yes. So, and that is because. Makes sense. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, and you think about it, like you have mood swings, um, there's hot flashes involved, like you can get irritable, um, things of that nature. Right. So what's happening is your body is having this roller coaster of estrogen where you're literally on this wave of peaks of estrogen and then really low points of estrogen going on all throughout the day over about a 10 year time span. Perimenopause typically it starts like around age 40 or so, but Mm -hmm. for some women it can start earlier in the mid thirties. So being aware of your cycle is really important as well. So if you are someone who can track your cycle, that's going to be really helpful for you and understanding whether or not you're starting that perimenopause shift, because things will change. Your cycle will start to become irregular um, once that phase of your life kicks in. So that's a side note, but your (laughs) estrogen, (laughs) your estrogen is fluctuating often and all throughout the day. And then also you're really starting to lose progesterone. And once you're through menopause, you don't make any progesterone after that point. And then Mm -hmm. you're making very minimal amounts of estrogen. And then your primary hormone is going to be testosterone. So you have like a complete flip of what's going on in your body from where you were before, which gives you those perimenopause symptoms. Again, like the, the hot flashes, migraines are another one. Um, a lot of women have digestive health issues mm-hmm. where they feel bloated immediately after eating a meal. And that has a lot to do with your gut health. Um, oftentimes it's linked to what's called SIBO, which is small mm-hmm. intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And it really gets misdiagnosed as IBS, but that's not Yeah. So that's not necessarily the case. Oftentimes women will be diagnosed with fibromyalgia as well. And really what it is, is just, it's this adjustment to these hormones, right? Trying your body's trying to figure out what's going on um, really internally with these different fluctuations in hormone levels. So just be aware that you can get mis- misdiagnosed with the, mm-hmm. with fibromyalgia, with IBS. 
Um, and maybe ask your doctor to check your hormone levels. Yeah. That's a piece of advice I would highly recommend. Yeah, that's Other kind of scary. Story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, knowledge is power. So yeah. and, and going into it with this new knowledge, you, mm-hmm. you can have that open conversation with your provider and just say, Hey, you know, can we, can we look at this? Can right. we check my hormone levels? And um, hopefully they're willing to do that for you. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Because if they, you know, if they diagnose you with one of these and then they want to give you medication for them. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the scary part is now you're taking a medication, which we, as we know, all medications have some type of side effect. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like this snowball effect. And if that's not really what you have, and yet you're taking this medication, it can just lead to, to other issues. Yeah. 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 So wow. it's, yeah, it's pretty um, scary, but you know, the more we talk about it, the more women can mm-hmm. use that to their advantage and have that power and hold and hold and stand in that power for yeah. themselves. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. And some other things that I often hear, you know, my clients say, or I'm on calls with women Mm -hmm. is they have trouble with like the stubborn weight around the midsection, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So that's associated with this hormonal shift. Right. Um, And then also issues with their, um, like if they go to the doctor, they'll have issues with their glucose, their blood sugar levels too. And a lot of this has to do with the, the phrase insulin resistance. And this is something where your body isn't able to take up blood sugar Mm -hmm. in your bloodstream appropriately. And you're producing too much insulin, which then it has this whole like cascade of events that can occur and potentially can lead to type two diabetes if it's not treated. Yeah. So what I will say here is just to kind of like cap off symptoms of perimenopause and menopause is you can take control of these symptoms through what you eat. So what I like to recommend is really like foods are going to allow for cooling of inflammation essentially a lot of what's going on in your body is this inflammatory process, specifically when we're talking about like the SIBO um, issues with your body's ability to uptake blood sugar and things like that. So Mm -hmm. we want to look at an anti-inflammatory diet. Mm -hmm. And I know that diet culture itself is very confusing, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's um, so much out there. I mean, all you have to do is, you know, pop on Instagram or Facebook and you're, you're bombarded with 40 million different diets. Eat this. Mm-hmm. Don't eat that. Uh, eat it this time. Don't eat it that time. I mean, it's just, you know, it's overwhelming. you could get overwhelmed. Yeah. 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 And I'll be honest, like I tried keto diet after I had um, 
my second daughter, I believe one of them. Um, <laughs> and what ended up happening for me was like the first three months I did it, I felt really good. Yeah. And then by the end, cause I only did it for six months and it wasn't very mm -hmm. strict by any means, but I eliminated a good amount of my complex carbohydrates and by like the six month mark, I felt horrible. Yeah. And this is before I knew like, oh my gosh, I really need those for my body. This was way before right. like I started my practice or anything. Yeah. And then, um, after like indulging in the literature, I've like, no, I need, I need those as yeah. a woman. I yeah. need those carbohydrates. So yes. like, and I'm, I'm an educate, I'm educated in the healthcare field. So right. if you're listening to this and you've gotten confused or overwhelmed, or you fall fallen prey to some sort of fad diet, no, you're not alone. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And with that being said, like the anti-inflammatory diet, I have a really very simple equation okay. to help women navigate through this. And you might be familiar with it because really mm -hmm. it's just looking at your macros right? and it's eating clean proteins, your complex carbohydrates, mm -hmm. and then healthy saturated fats. Yeah. When you think of your plate that way, it really just simplifies things. It quiets all that noise out there and just, it will make your life so much easier. Right. Right. And when you, when you really look around, I know a lot of the women that I work with, um, protein is what's missing, right. Yes. From their diet. And this is such a critical time during that perimenopause time mm -hmm. that protein is so essential in terms of, you know, helping us to maintain that lean muscle, helping us to build lean muscle mm -hmm. that we really need to be focusing on prioritizing that protein. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. They're finding that like longevity and quality of life is mm -hmm. linked to the health of your muscle. Yeah. And you definitely need a protein source at every single meal Yeah, um, to help sustain that. And then couple that, especially too, with weightlifting, which you are like, <laughs> That's your jam, right? right. <laughs> so, um, that is absolutely essential for women too. Right. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like that protein has just, you know, kind of been shoved off the plate <laughs> because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times it, it is a lot quicker to just grab, uh, you know, grab the donut for breakfast, right? Or, yeah. or you know, grab the piece of toast, yeah. but we really, you can still have your toast. I, I'm not you know, we need our carbs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody's bad mouthing the carbs as, as we just, you know, as you just demonstrated that yeah. we definitely need, and that's the other thing, you know, carbs have been demonized, mm -hmm. so we need to make sure that we're still getting them, but we're getting, you know, the more nutritious carbs, not the refined, easy yes. stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> right. The junk. Yeah. Yeah. But that we are, we're, we're reaching for that protein, first, yes. because that's going to be what's going to set up, set us up for success as we age. Absolutely. And, and again, like this is so important prior to perimenopause, like right. this is, can be applied across the board, but mm -hmm. 
um, yeah, especially crucial for perimenopause. When I think about the woman who's grabbing the granola bar or the donut Mm. or whatever, like I get it. I feel for you. I, I was there at one point, Mm -hmm. like when I was in my career, I would run out the door. I always call it running out the door with my hair and heels on fire and like a granola (laughs) bar in my bag. And by the time I get to work, I either forget I have it or it's crushed in my Uh purse. So like, you know, I feel for you. Um, but making small adjustments to your routine is like a total game changer. So flipping the way you think about your food Mm -hmm. and how you're going to create your food is important. And what I ended up doing was making smoothies because I could take it and go. Yep. Getting a great protein powder, coconut milk, you know, that good healthy saturated fat in there. And then I would add um, fruits and vegetables into it and I have a complete meal. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, you know, and that's a great way to start your day because not only Mm -hmm. are you getting your, your protein, but you're also throwing in the fiber and, you know, you start your day with high protein and high fiber and come mid afternoon, you're not grabbing the chips in the pantry. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It changes your palate. Mm -hmm. It keeps you fuller longer. So it keeps you satiated. You're not getting hangry, you know? Um, So those are really important things to be aware of as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and that all, again, that has to do with hormones too. So that hanger being hangry comes from not filling up enough with the right food. Right. So your body is just quick to absorb whatever it was you ate like that donut Mm -hmm. and, you know, 30 minutes to an hour go by and you're hungry again. right? Right. So being mindful of what you eat is, is really important. And another thing too here with like allowing for that anti-inflammatory diet to come into play, you're helping your gut heal Mm -hmm. and your gut health is so important. Um, Hippocrates, he was the the founder of modern medicine. I'm doing air quotes for those listening, (laughs) Um, but he says that all disease starts in the gut and it couldn't be more true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's really key in your success with your overall health and, and, um, incorporating these, these types of foods. Mm-hmm. So that's also going to help with the feelings of being bloated after you eat immediately, you know, immediately afterwards. So it's right. going to help with if there's potential SIBO or IBS, if that's what your doctor diagnosed you with, <laughs> it's going to help with any chronic pain. It's going to balance mm-hmm. your hormones overall, um, because your gut plays a role in that. And then it's also going to help with the issue of insulin resistance. If that's something that you struggle with as well. Yeah. 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 And I think that, you know, gut health has, it's, it's now starting to make its way up the, you know, up the chain and and be Mm -hmm. a little more prominent, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I think there's probably still some people that are like, oh, that's so, um, fancy or, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, all, all, yeah, woo woo alternative, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it really, really is something that as a midlife woman, you need to be mindful of, mm-hmm. uh, take into consideration, um, and really focus on if you want to have better health as you age. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, um, that's really, I will say that's where I started with 
my journey into functional nutrition and functional medicine, because I had been on antibiotics, Mm -hmm. um, after having mastitis, I was on IV antibiotics and then, um, oral afterwards because they kept getting infections and my gut health was totally wrecked. And I started having weird vertigo and like just very bizarre symptoms. And I'm like, gosh, you know, I feel like this is related. Yeah. And I started doing research and I'm like, oh, it's gotta be my gut. And then implemented different techniques. Um, that of which was that equation that we just said, right along with probiotics were really um, important for me at that time. Right. Um, And within, I would say like a month or so, I started feeling a lot better. It took a while for me to get back to like feeling really good back to myself, probably six months or so, but um, it started with my gut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gut has, you know, such overreaching effect on our overall health mm-hmm. on our, you know, on our joints, on our energy level, on our weight management, mm-hmm. on our hormone. I mean, it's, it, it's all just connected, right? It it's, mm-hmm. And you know, the, the gut is the second brain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I sometimes argue that it's the first. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Well, it's the gateway to, to better health. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, think, you're, yeah your gut and your brain have direct communication with one another. And right. um, there's more nerves that go from your gut to your brain than your brain to your gut. So it's like, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's something that, um, you know, it's definitely more people need to start talking about more people mm-hmm. need to start focusing on mm-hmm. and, you know, taking into consideration. I mean, especially when you look at, um, the standard American diet, right? Right. Sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> sad <right>? diet. <laughs> and they don't call it sad for nothing. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we know what that has to be doing mm-hmm. to gut health in general. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. we know that the gut health of the majority of the people is probably not the best and could be improved by implementing some simple changes. Yes. Very simple. And that's, that's all that we need to make it. Um, I like to say you got to take your plate back to basics, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, from there things just get a whole heck of a lot better. (laughs) Right. 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 You have, you know, someone might say, well, then I won't be able to eat this or I won't be able to eat that. Well, but you will feel better. So what's mm-hmm. more important to you, you know, is feeling mm-hmm. better and aging better, more important, or is, you know, eating whatever bad way, thing. right? Yeah. <laughs> better. yeah. You know, it, that's, that's a temporary good quote unquote feeling, right. Eating yeah. the whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, okay, once in a while, but right now, a lot of people, it's not just once in a while, it's, every meal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And something I will say too, with, with the standard American diet, if you think about it, so there's the refined carbohydrates and simple sugars, Mm -hmm. there's hydrogenated oils. Um, and then there's gluten, right? Mm -hmm. So those three things 
are addictive. Yeah. Your brain gets addicted to them. Yeah. And for example, like with sugar, it's 30% more addictive than morphine. And that is a opioid narcotic pain medication. So think about that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, for those of you who maybe are the person who's eating that type of food, like I think of fast food all the time. I'm like, that's why they're so successful. Like that's their, (laughs) those are the components of all their meals. Right. Right. Those three things. Right. And, um, they are successful because they can incorporate all of them. But like, Mm -hmm. if you're, you're struggling with that, there's a reason because your brain is addicted. Like your body is addicted to those things. But once you start working your way off of them and implementing things that are going to be healthy and helpful to your body, your palate will change and you won't even want to eat those types of food, you know, anymore or hardly ever. Right. Right. And it doesn't, you know, if if this is something that someone is struggling with, it doesn't mean you have to go cold turkey and just throw it all out the window. It just means on day one, let's eat less than what we did the day before. And then let's keep moving backwards, right? Less and less and less until we're at our lowest level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's the thing is making those small steps Mm -hmm. to ultimately lead to a huge like greater outcome. Yeah. Is there anything else that we may have missed that we need to share, Elizabeth? Um, I will say, so for those of you who have enjoyed this conversation, I know I have, I love talking <laughs> about this stuff. Um, <laughs> I could go on for hours. Yeah. I am hosting a free webinar. Okay. Um, I'm thinking at the end of this month, I haven't like officially gotten a date on that yet, but I will make sure I get you mm-hmm. a link for Great. people to check mm-hmm. it out if they want yes. to sign up. That's open uh-huh. to them. Yeah. But it's a 90-minute webinar on how to balance your hormones um easily and naturally. So okay. we're going to really like dive more into topics like what we had here today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be offering that, um, which I'm really excited about. And then if you want to connect with me, yes, I am on LinkedIn primarily. So I'm Dr. Elizabeth Wygant on LinkedIn and Elizabeth is with an S. Um, or you can go to my website, elizabethwygant.com and you can check things out over that way as well. Okay. Um, but that is what I will say. I would love to just have open conversations with anyone who is wanting to do that and yeah, reach out to me. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much information today, Dr. Wyatt. We appreciate your time and you sharing all of your knowledge. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Fit News. We will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live-streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.